friends, welcome to the Bible Project Daily Podcast. And we're journeying together through the whole Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. Now you can, of course, go back if you just joined us for the first time and pick up in episode one. But today we've actually reached episode 160 in season two, which is working through the book of Genesis. And we're in Genesis chapter 20, looking at a couple of verses from 16 through to 18. And I've called today's short message, Human Failure Will Not Negate the Promises of God. I'm going to just remind you and read the last verse that we finished with last time, just to remind you where we up to, where we heard Abimelech speaking to Sarah, and he says this. To Sarah, he said, I am giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offense against you and before all who are with you so that they are completely vindicated. So Abimelech offers Sarah's brother, Abraham, Sarah's brother and, of course, wife, a gift, and that gift is of a thousand shekels. Now, by giving such a large gift, he is vindicating before her and before everyone else to show that she was a guest and not part of his harem. He identifies her as a brother, but he didn't take her in marriage and later found out, of course, that she was, in fact, married to Abraham. Now, the Hebrew word translated vindicates here actually means to cover the eyes. And I think that's a rather interesting turn of phrase that the the writer chose to use. So this gift is going to cover the eyes of the people. In other words, it's going to cover up the aspects so that people, when they look, they don't think that Sarah has done anything wrong. Then it tells us in verse 17, it says this, Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his female slaves, so that they could have children again. For the Lord had kept all the women in Abimelech's household from conceiving because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. So Abraham goes from being this fearful, inconsistent man who hid the truth from Abimelech at the beginning of the passage, and now at the end of the passage, he's become this intercessor with God on behalf of the situation that, in a sense, he caused between the Lord and Abimelech, interceding with God that all things should be put back on a sure footing for Abimelech's household again. And we are told that God answers that prayer. As a result of it, God heals Abimelech's wife and his female servants, and they're all able to bear children again. That way, we saw that he prevented Abimelech and Sarah from having sexual relations. We know that that was because he did that by making Abimelech and the household sick. But it seems now it's suggesting that the effect on the whole was on the whole of Abimelech's court and household. They all got sick, indicated some kind of sexual or fertility-based illness struck down the whole community. But the sum of this story is at its conclusion, and I think in spite of the difficulties in interpreting it in our modern mindset of exactly how things have worked out here. It's clear enough that Abraham again was seen to fail and he practiced deception. But even in spite of that, in what went on here, God intervenes in a way to protect Sarah and in the sense protect Abimelech and his household to preserve the purity, but also fundamentally to preserve the promise of God, the, the promise that God had made. Now, I want to close by making a couple of observations on this passage. 
And the number one today, I want to just finish this talk about by pointing out the fact that our individual failure will never be able to negate God's promises. It's worth probably writing that down or making a mental note of it. Even our repeated failure will never negate the promises of God. In other words, the sin of humanity does not prevent the promises of God from being fulfilled. And in this dramatic situation, God saved Abraham because he had promised him he would have a son by Sarah. And he intervened to see that nothing would interfere with that promise. So even Abraham's repeated machinations and failure did not negate the promise that God had made to him. And this incident shows God's great faithfulness when compared to Abraham's fear and unfaithfulness. Abraham learned or should have learned here. And we find out that he didn't later on. He did in fact learn here that the Lord would maintain his covenant and fulfill his promises in spite of outside opposition or interference or even from internally from within the mass of individual feelings and sins of Abraham. This is the type of promise that God will not change, like the promise that God gives us of eternal life in the sense that he promises us that no sin can never interfere with that promise. Even our repeated failure does not negate that promise. He gives us our salvation freely by trusting in his son, Jesus Christ. The blood of Christ, the atoning work of Christ, that's the promise of scripture, which is applied by our repentance and faith, is how we come to stand before God. And our individual successes or failures or otherwise, none of them can play any part in that. Now, having said that, I want to make it absolutely clear, that does not mean that we are given a license to do what we want to do. And I need to add a second comment and a second caveat that repeated failure will, of course, have consequences. But repeated failure does not negate the promises of God. But the failure themselves will have consequences for us. And providing we return to God, confess them in repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, he is faithful to forgive. But there are consequences when we do the wrong things and make the wrong choices and we'll finish off looking at chapter 20 when we look at those consequences of our failures in the final part of our examination of chapter 20 when we come back together again here next time anyway that's it for today quick reminder you can always access a transcript of any of these talks within any audio version of the podcast the audio podcast is hosted on Buzzsprout, but if you're watching on a video on Facebook or YouTube or somewhere like that, you'll find a link through to the audio version within which there's an episode notes page where you find a transcript. Anyway, I hope you find that helpful today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. Bye for now, friends. Bye.